Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. time favorites too but uh, i'm rewatching <laughs> yeah. donnie darko the, um, i know yeah. how we can tell which uh, no, oh you're rewatching that, caddyshack sure the, am there, <laughs> there was a girl affiliated with this song uh 811 here on news i forget that it's an older song ago. sure thanks for that Aww. thanks for that uh, um <clears throat> yesterday uh, governor DeSantis, <laughs> yesterday governor DeSantis uh gave a, uh, a speech i think it was you know a state of the state speech in which he said the chinese communist party represents the greatest economic strategic and security threat that our country faces. We in Florida have long recognized this and have taken action, such as by banning the CCP's Confucius Institutes at our state colleges and universities. Now we see the CCP trying to make strategic land purchases across the U.S., and our message in Florida is very simple. We will not allow land grabs by CCC-packed businesses in our state. Now, what do you mean you think he's running for president? I don't hear him talking about international... Ev- oh. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to give a speech yesterday in which you almost, but not quite, announced that you were running for president, you you might give a speech in which you said things like, you know, we're going to solve for China, and we're going to solve for the supply chain issues caused by the president administration's inability to plan ahead. Four years ago, the state was producing about 600 truck drivers a year. Now, through all our all of our initiatives over the last four years, we're capable of producing 3,500 truck drivers each and every year. You want to talk about supply chain, you want to talk about making sure our economy runs, these guys are really important for that. They are, and it's a major effort that Florida has undertaken for what's called workforce uh, uh, workforce, uh, workforce education, which is you know getting people who are doing the blue collar jobs that are absolutely essential because you discover real quick when they're not doing them. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day. Said they went to a restaurant with a bunch of seats open. They were told they'd have to wait forty five minutes because no cooks, no cooks. You know, it's the kind of thing like you know. There's all these issues, and we're trying to solve for it. You know, training nurses, training truck drivers, all this kind of stuff that's very important. So was he actually announcing for president? Um, no, not not directly. Um, was he making a lot of statements that play on the national stage and certainly were part of what made Florida great, particularly so during the pandemic? Oh, yeah. Florida has provided the strongest protections for medical freedom during the coronavirus pandemic of any state in the country. We have prohibited COVID shot mandates in schools. We have banned vaccine passports, and we have protected Floridians from losing their jobs due to their personal decision about whether to take or not take the COVID jab. And even on the topic of would I be good for the country in a disaster? In September, Hurricane Ian smashed into Southwest Florida and barreled across our state. It left catastrophic damage in its wake, including the destruction of the Pine Island Bridge and the Sanibel Causeway. Local island residents were told it would take six months or more to restore the bridges, and so they appealed to the state for help. We took up the challenge, and three days later, we opened a rebuilt Pine Island Bridge. 
Hey, look, I know how to handle uh, national disaster, you know, natural disasters. Uh, I know how to handle medical crises. Uh, I know how to handle, um, you know, big international political issues like dealing with China. Trust me, <laughs> you know, we can fix a lot of these problems. Give me the White House. I mean, it wasn't that speech, but it kind of was that speech. And that's fine. I mean, that's what being a governor running for president eventually uh, is going to be, is you're going to, you know, build the resume and try to tell the truth that has not been told about Florida by everybody else. In fact, in his press conference afterwards, it's kind of interesting because he made some comments where, you know, this has been a story that has gotten attributed to him. And he was like, uh, no. Uh, and I know most of you here get this, and you're probably not the ones doing it, but it's like, you know, every person in the legislature can file bills, right? I see these people filing bills, and then there's articles with my face on the article <laughs> saying that, oh, they're going to have to, re- bloggers are going to have to register for the state, and it's like attributing it to me. And I'm like, okay, that's not anything that, that, that I've ever supported, I don't support. So the bill that has gotten national attention for him wanting bloggers to have to register before they can publish or pay a penalty if they're talking about state legislators or like him in the cabinet, that's not even his bill, and he doesn't support the bill. And yet the assumption was, well, a Republican filed it. must have come from the governor. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, you got that one wrong. There's 120 uh, legislators, 100, there's 120 in the House and 40 in the Senate. They can file what they want. They don't all come to me for permission first. We'll get to more of this in a second. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Again, still a standstill. I-10 eastbound. Bad car accident. Multi-car pileup, as I understand, uh, near the Car City exit on I-10 eastbound. That's exit 10A and 10B. Uh, it was backed up to Pine Forest, now backed up to 9 Mile. And uh, moving, but just very, very, very slowly. Avoid that area of I-10 eastbound if you can. Certainly if you have a traffic tip, uh, 437-1620. Uh, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to the governor's press conference after the State of the State address. Um, you know, he said something that he was asked a question about um, the vouchers expansion that would pay for everybody regardless of income level of their parents. And what was really interesting to me is, you know, I sometimes I give you my analysis, right? I try to tell you the basic fact so that you know the fact. And then I try to tell you what my thought is about it. And you don't have to agree with me or not. Uh, I want you to have both uh, the facts and my opinion about the facts. And one of the things I had said about this voucher bill is, that if you'll recall, what did I say? I said, I don't see the value to the state of throwing money out for kids who are already able to afford private school. I don't see how that benefits the state. They're able to afford it. They don't need the help. Also, you don't have as many seats. Like, there just aren't enough seats out there for everybody to go to private school. There's a process of creating openings in private schools. So he was asked yesterday about the vouchers bill. Sure. It's a great question. And it doesn't mean if they do something different that I would not support it. But I just view universal school choice as being if you have a family that's very high income, they have school choice. They don't necessarily need to be eligible for the program. They are eligible. They can go pay tuition and do it. Exactly. I think there's a philosophical interest uh, among some to say everybody, universal, money falls to students. And I get that. And philosophically, I'm not even opposed to that. But, you know, you just have to make choices about, okay, you know, how how much money are you going to do for people already in private school potential? Family can afford it, no problem. Are you then going to send them a scholarship too? And I know the House and Senate are going to be going to be working through that. And he says, "Look, there are constraints." I mean, he's basically saying the things that I said a couple of weeks ago when we talked about this bill, which is, you know, it's nice to hear somebody else echo the same analysis. So, as a matter of first principle, I support uh, universal being able to do it. But I also know we're in a situation now in Florida 
We have limited number of seats that we could even accommodate in, mm -hmm. in, in private school. Uh, I'd like to see the focus uh, remain on, on, of course, low income, but even getting in into the middle and even some some sense, even higher middle class. You look at like Miami and some of these places, you know, you could be making one hundred and fifty thousand household of, of, of four or five. And that doesn't go as far as it used to, not just with the inflation, just with the everything else that's going on. Yeah. And by the way, my take on this is I think there ought to be some kind of an income limit. I also think that it makes sense to say that you get to use these vouchers, particularly if your your zoned school is a D or an F school, you know, uh, maybe a C D or an F school. But, you know, there's no reason to pay people who make a lot of money <laughs> and can afford to send their kids to private school to leave A and B schools to go to private, like that doesn't make any sense from the state's point of view. There's no benefit to us to do that. So uh, I wouldn't say that any of that would be a deal breaker for me per se, but I am totally comfortable saying that if everyone in Florida who can afford it can go on their own without getting it, and everyone who can't gets a scholarship, to me, that is still universal. Universal because those who can afford it don't need the state money. Those who can't will give it to them. Agreed. So he's not saying the bill is bad. He'll sign it either way, but he's saying maybe we ought to think about what we're getting for our money on this, which I completely agree with that. He also made a comment yesterday that I had not heard anybody else make that it made me think that I thought was interesting, and so I wanted to share it with you. You know how uh, some of these schools are getting rid of their SAT and ACT requirements to get in? And his take on that was totally different than what I expected. You have some of these elite medical schools are getting rid of the MCAT, you have some other elite schools getting rid of the, um, the, the standardized test for undergraduate because they see the U.S. Supreme Court is going to nix racial preferences and, and, and university admissions, uh, which, is, which is the appropriate uh, ruling. So they're going to basically take out those mechanisms so they can still engineer uh, behind the scenes. Meaning he thinks the reason they're getting rid of the standardized test is because the standardized test is the evidence that you're taking lesser qualified, lesser capable students not on merit, but on demographics, you know, race, gender, that kind of stuff. And he says that he thinks that's their future is they want to continue to preserve the ability to slot for diversity and, and, and they want to not have the argument be able to be made, look, you're picking lesser qualified students. If you don't gather the metrics, they can't make that argument against you. I mean, what a, you have to really think deviously to think about that, but I think he's probably right. And my view is just, uh, I want to know, like, if you go in, like, you need, like, a neurosurgeon, do you want that person to have been there based on merit? Or do you want them based on there because they check some box in some DEI program? That is not good for anybody involved. Diversity, equity, inclusion, the stuff that he's been talking about a lot. 437-1620, 437-1620. Feel free to weigh in. As always, you're welcome to disagree with me. It doesn't bother me in the least. If you're thinking about selling your home, you want to get the best price for that home, get your equity out, help your family. And, you know, look, when the market was hot, it was somewhat easier to sell, but you still benefited in that hot market from having somebody like Christine Leavenworth represent you because they have figured out how to set the right price, stage it, market, and get the best offers. Now the market is cooler, even more so there's value in having a great real estate agent because she can make sure to give you good advice on what price to set and how to get the most out of it that you possibly can. So much so, okay, so much so that she guarantees if she, if she doesn't sell your home in 30 days, she won't charge you anything for selling it. And now I'll tell you, 
She's going to charge you because she's going to sell it in 30 days. Like, don't think, oh, man, I got my home sold for free. It's, it's not going to work out that way for you. But it will work out, <laughs> and it will be a great price. Um, she's got lots of clients that are looking for homes. She's also got cash buyers, so if you need to move quickly, she can take care of that as well. Find out what Christina Leavenworth thinks of your house, your situation, and what she can do for you. 723-9158. 723-9158. Hello, electricians and experienced helpers in the Gulf Coast and Panhandle area. I'm Dale Cope, business manager, IBEW, Local 676. If you're wanting a future with a rewarding career, check out the IBEW electrical industry. With your skills, you can secure your future now. Great pay, health care, and retirement. Attend one of our upcoming career fairs. For more information, check us out on Facebook or call our office in Pensacola, 850-477-8767. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MARI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. Listen to local talk, national talk, local news, and national news on News Radio Pensacola online, newsradio923.com, or by downloading the News Radio Pensacola mobile app. Lieutenant Dang. Good morning, 8, uh, 825 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Are we man. seeing any relief on I-10 yet? No, man. It's just it's, it's backed up all the way to 90, or 9 Mile Road uh, from uh, exit 10A. This is I-10 Eastbound we're talking about. It's been a parking lot for the better part of an hour and a half now, I think. A multi-car pileup happened at the uh, or near the Car City exit, exit 10A and 10B for uh, I-10 eastbound, and they have been clearing it, and it's just very slow, slow, slow moving. But uh, once you get past that uh, exit, you're fine. But it is backed up not only to exit 7 for Pine Forest, but exit, uh, God, I think it's 5 for uh, 9 miles. So golly, just avoid that area certainly if you can. Uh, other than that, I'm not showing a, a whole lot to, to watch out for besides uh, I-10 eastbound. Uh, there is another accident at Fowler and, uh, again, Easy Street, ironically, but it looks like it has been moved off to the side. That's in Pensacola. Uh, if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Uh, into the newsroom now, David 
Wayne has our headlines. David? The White House is holding a virtual meeting on junk fees today with hundreds of state lawmakers. The Biden administration is urging states to join a federal crackdown on fees that are tacked on from everything from credit cards to phone bills and airline tickets and more. The winner of that $2 billion Powerball jackpot is now the owner of a $25 million mansion in Hollywood Hills. The Los Angeles Times reports that Edwin Castro bought the three-story, five-bedroom, six-bath home in a neighborhood where a bunch of celebrities live. Uh, The home also has a game room, wine cellar, and even a movie theater. And Minnesota Vikings wide receiver K.J. Osborne and three others responsible for saving a man from a burning vehicle in Austin, Texas. My Uber driver, you know, begins to start yelling and screaming. You know, I look up and I don't see anybody on the road. So I'm like, you know, what's, what's going on? To my right is a car that had hit a pillar under a bridge head on. And Osborne says he, his Uber driver, and two others who stopped uh, helped save the driver from that burning vehicle. Osborne was able to pull the man out of the vehicle and carry him away. All right. Thanks so much, David. 437-1620. I was talking to you a little bit ago about the, uh, you know, this very concerning story in the Wall Street Journal about our military preparedness, military readiness for, you know, major conflict like with China. Uh, I mean, I just, it's, it's, frustrating. I mean, it's very, very frustrating. Because what you think is, you know, we spend more in our military an enormous amount. How can we not be ready? You know what I mean? And well, because money is not always the answer, right? You can throw money at a lot of things and it doesn't solve the problem. You know, uh, you can throw money at the schools. It doesn't solve the problem. You can throw money at the military. It doesn't necessarily solve. You can throw money at poverty. It doesn't necessarily solve the problem. You got to throw the money in the right way, in the right shape, right? And accountability and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, um, just to kind of follow up on that, I, you know, I was, I was sharing this with you a little while back. Um, one of the, uh, the follow-up, like the afterwards, you know, they were kind of looking at what would happen if we actually wound up getting engaged in a conflict, uh, with China. Um, this, this is kind of, I, I don't mean to scare you. I just want to kind of let you know where, where my head's at and what I've been thinking about. And, um, basically what they said is that, you know, if China wind up, winds up starting a conflict with us, um, you know, according to it, like if they, um, attack Taiwan, that uh, basically when they run this war game, this is last year, the U.S., we run out of long-range anti-ship cruise missiles uh, in a week. Just, you know, just a thing. <laughs> like, oh, come on! So anyway, uh, there's another military news note that I wanted to bring to your awareness, and this is more relevant to us here locally with all of the pilots that we train. The uh, not, not, Now, it's not a Navy thing. It's an Air Force story, but you'll understand the relevance immediately which is that I've been for years when I get with these um, the brass and the Navy and whatever, I try to ask them a question about, you know, where do you think the future of unmanned aviation in the Navy is going? Because if we start to move heavily towards unmanned, that would have a dramatic impact on our local economy because of the pilots that we train here, both at Whiting and at NES Pensacola and, um, you know, and all of the pipeline that relates to all that. Here's a story from the Air Force as of yesterday. The Air Force wants to accelerate purchasing existing aircraft like F-35 and the Next Generation Air Dominance and NGAD, um, both. But they also want a 1,000 drones that are specifically designed to accompany fighter pilots into combat. Because you remember the kind of the scenario that I keep reading about and thinking about is when you fly your your plane into combat, like you think Top Gun, you're going to fly your one plane in? Well, no. I mean, you're going to fly in with a, dr- a drone swarm. You know, it's going to be your plane and 30 drones all working via AI to help distract the enemy, attack the enemy. You know, it's you and the the busy bees, right? I mean, that's kind of the, in my mind, that's the future of where all this is going. So basically, um, uh, Air Force Secretary Frank Kendall, he said uh, at an Air Force Association conference in Aurora yesterday, 
that um, his plan for what they're calling collaborative combat aircraft is drones that are going to fly right alongside the fighters. They're going to buy a thousand of them to match up with the 300 F-35s and the 200 NGADs. Uh, that's you know two drones per plane, meaning that that's the way they're starting to structure their procurement is the Air Force is specifically designing to buy three for one, two unmanned for every manned platform. David, what do you have coming up, sir? Pensacola State College named a military-friendly school. More up to Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A House hearing is happening now about the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. Americans deserve to know, and they deserve not to be lied to. And that's why our committee is formed, and that's why we're trying to get to the bottom of it. Arizona Republican Debbie Lesko on Fox. She's a member of the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic. Two friends from South Carolina kidnapped in Mexico Friday are back in Texas along with the bodies of two friends on that trip with them. Shade Woodard and Zendel Brown were already dead by the time authorities got there, while Latavia McGee and Eric James Williams survived the kidnapping, with Williams suffering a gunshot wound to the leg where the victims were held is in a rural part of eastern Mexico where officials believe the Americans likely got lost and were mistaken for Haitians that were acting as rogue drug mules. Fox's Griff Jenkins a six-week abortion ban proposed by Republicans in the Florida legislature. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 831 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. It is 73, partly cloudy in Pensacola this morning. Pensacola State College earning recognition as a gold military-friendly school. Now, this is an accolade from Victory Media and... Uh, PSC is one of only 250 schools across the nation that were awarded the military-friendly status. It's the 14th time PSC has earned the, uh, the honor. Military gold status is awarded to schools that ensure success for their military students. The, rank, the ratings are uh, based on six different categories, including academic policies, admissions, culture and commitment, financial aid, loan repayment, graduation rates, and military student support. Last year, the school had more than 2,600 veterans, active duty military, and military dependents enrolled in their classes. There could be more charges on the way for former Pensacola contractor Matthew Banks. The Florida State Attorney's Office says they've been investigating the Banks case, and they're planning to make a charging decision in the next few weeks. Once that decision is made, the investigation will be made public. Banks reportedly owes more than a million dollars between fines and restitution. He's accused of taking money from hundreds of different customers and never finishing and sometimes never starting the work on their homes. The contractor's competency boards in several counties in our area have suspended his contractor's license, and he's been arrested a few times in the last several months. An update on that reported armed robbery attempt yesterday. Scabia County deputies say the 71-year-old victim had been approached by two armed men during an early morning walk on Old Quarry Field Road. The suspects allegedly demanded the man's valuables, but he pulled his own gun, exchanged gunfire with the men. That man was shot in the foot during the incident. He drove himself to the hospital. It's not known if either of the suspects were hurt. The driver of a truck is injured, but... Expected to survive after his vehicle crashed into a house on 9th Avenue and Bobby Streets. Pensacola police say the crash happened about 7 o'clock Tuesday evening. The driver of a white truck reportedly rear-ended another vehicle, then lost control and hit a street sign, then ultimately a house. Officers say the house was hit so hard it may have shifted. 
Well, the two surviving Americans that were taken hostage in Mexico this week are now back in America. Two others were killed after the four Americans were taken at gunpoint after crossing the Texas border. Yesterday, we asked Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons his advice on crossing the border. It was, don't go. Simmons says Mexican drug cartels can be very dangerous, and even if you're not involved in the drug trade, you could be targeted for your vehicle. You know, they, they have to continue to, to get fresh cars, and they steal them. That's how they do that, that sort of thing. Um, so, I, I again, just don't go. One person reportedly has been arrested for this kidnapping incident in Mexico, and officials say they're working to get the remains of the two Americans who died returned to the U.S. The group had reportedly crossed the border for a uh, medical procedure, plastic surgery, uh, when they were caught in the crossfire between the two armed groups and kidnapped. It is 835 News Radio 923. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives. Man, bad uh, accident still. I 10 eastbound. This happened, golly, maybe an hour and a half, two hours ago, and it is still backed up. This is I 10 eastbound at the Car City exit, exit 10A and 10B. It is. It was backed up to Pine Forest, now backed up to nine mile or uh, 90, I guess you could say. And uh, it's also backing other things up, of course, because of that. Pine Forest is completely backed up to Nine Mile, and it looks like Nine Mile is backed up right there on Pine Forest, too. It looks like a separate accident. That's not the case. People are just trying to get on the interstate. Everything's moving. It's just very, very, very slow. Avoid that whole area if you can. If you have traffic tips, 437-1620. This is brought to you by Discover. Discover credit cards do something awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all your cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. See terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. 437-1620 for traffic tips. Text them in. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. It's going to be a warm and humid day today with temperatures rising near 76 degrees. Small chance of an isolated shower, 10% chance of rain overall. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into the mid-60s. Warm weather continues for your Thursday with a small chance of rain, 10% chance of showers with a high near 76. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 68. We will stay warm for Friday with temperatures rising into the 80s with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now we've got 73 degrees, looking like a real nice morning out there. Uh, 73 in Pensacola, 71 in Gulf Breeze, and 67 in Milton. Everyone understands that when you buy more, you should pay less. It's called a volume discount. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to make and install your windows. New South offers volume discounts for homeowners. The more you buy, the more you save. Our discounts start at the fourth window, and from there, the savings grow. New South can do this because we own our factory, and that's the power of Factory Direct. Award-winning, energy-efficient windows that will save you money and protect your home. Our windows are made in Florida, for Florida homes, by Florida workers, and we guarantee them for life. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. Hey, tune in tomorrow. Hey, if you want to be proud of your lawn this summer, how do you make that happen? Well, you got to think about it in advance, right? This is not something that you're going to be able to fix come July because by then you will have needed to take action. Well, you know, now, like in March, when you start thinking about it, that's what NSEC is all about. Their healthy lawn program will make your lawn healthy, lush, and help to keep your weeds to a minimum. They've got eight annual applications, time program targeted to get your lawn what it needs when it needs it. You get started with a free lawn analysis and an estimate and your initial soil sample. That's going to tell you, like, what special features you're going to 
need to really get your lawn to succeed this summer. You get fertilizer applications which eat with each standard service visit, along with seasonal pre-emergent weed control, broadleaf and grassy weed control, insect control, fungicide, and they've got aeration, sod and plugging, and even will recommend grass. Like the whole suite. That's the idea. Sign up today, get your first lawn application free with any new annual lawn program. That includes the initial soil sample and the lime treatment on an average lawn and... If you've been thinking about a new career, they're hiring full-time lawn and pest technicians in Pensacola, Mobile, Baldwin County, Panama City. Great pay, good benefits, 401k, health insurance, opportunities to advance if you're good, which I hope you will be. Apply at workwithensec. That's E-N-S-E-C dot com. Tune in tomorrow at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Juanita Scott and Kathy Van Dyke will be on the show talking about Pensacola State College's International Festival, a family-friendly inaugural event happening April 15th on the Pensacola campus. Enjoy food, music, dance, and novelties relevant to the cultures found around the world. Tune in tomorrow at 1030 to hear more. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Tune in tomorrow at 10.30 to the Pets. Hey, Pensacola. News Radio 92.3 has it all. Pensacola Morning News. Pep Talk. Pensacola Right Now. Brian Kilmeade. Dave Ramsey. Local News. Fox News. WEAR News. Traffic on the Fives. Florida State Football. Election Coverage. Hurricane Coverage. Breaking News and Weather Coverage. News Radio 92.3, now heard on 95.3 and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. All right, your money now this morning. Uh, not a huge change as the, uh, as the markets open. The Dow down 286 at 32,853. The S&P 500 down uh, a fraction of a point at 3,985.71. The NASDAQ up 694 at 11,537. Uh, gold prices today are uh, down 240 at 1817.60, and our uh, U.S. 10-year bonds down uh, a sixth of a point at 3.909 percent. A new report showing more jobs were added last month than were expected. ADP says private payrolls rose by 242,000 points or jobs in February. That's higher than the gain of 205,000 anticipated by analysts. Funko apparently has to throw out $30 million worth of its bobbleheads. Funko Pop Toys and collectibles are famous for their depictions of pop culture icons. In an earnings report last week, the company said its inventory was up 48% from last year. And the new board governing Disney World's taxing district meeting for the first time today. Their first order of business officially changing the name from the Reedy Creek Improvement District to the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. The five members of that board handpicked by Governor DeSantis. It's 840, our next news at 9. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Bye. All right, today is uh, International Women's Day. That will not be the source of our frivolous conversation. Oh. Uh, today is also... Na- I was say, I don't uh, they're coming yeah. out with um, 
STEM Barbies, by the way. Did you see this? Hey, that's cool. Yeah, to, to uh, encourage uh, science and math learning. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, <laughs> how is that? It's, okay, it's National Peanut Cluster Day. Yeah. And more to our purposes, it's oh National Registered Dietitian Nutritionist Day. Uh, and also National Oregon Day. I don't think states ought to have their days. But it is also National Proofreading Day. Oh. National Proof. Nobody looks forward to anything more than proofreading or being proofread. Am I right? Am I right? Okay. So my question for you, four three seven sixteen twenty, do you judge people on the basis of their um their their bad grammar or their bad spelling or their poor word choice or all the time. <laughs> do you judge them? Do do and you know, if you do then do you kinda reprimand yourself for judging them or do you be like, Yeah, they deserve it? <laughs> 437 16 20. 437 16 Are you one of those? I should say, are you one of us? Because um, <laughs> I'm 100% in this category. Oh, I'm terrible, terrible. Um, so um, I, I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't think she would mind me telling this story, so I'm going to go ahead and tell it. And if I'm wrong, I'll find out. Um, my, my, my wife is uh, also very grammatically oriented. And um, so... It, uh, let's just say a, a previous man in her life would write letters that would have bad grammar and she'd send back edits. <laughs> That's why she was available for you. That's funny. So, I've done that before. So I'm they the guy like and, and, you know, you, you can't you can't edit me, baby. Um, I mean, you can. Anyway, uh, Candy, uh, you judge people for their grammar or you don't judge I people do, for their grammar? I do, and I'm, I'm also uh-huh. bad at it. And I like responding to texts uh, and, and only on here. You know, I'm not on Facebook mm-hmm, anymore, but I used to mm-hmm. go through and people that miswrite there, there, and there. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I, I do judge. Oh, yeah. But I've done that before, too. I found one of my ex's diaries. And A, who keeps a diary? But B, <laughs> sure. yeah, I circled it all in red pen. And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah? That's awesome. You're going to move to Japan now, you big jerk? Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can't even spell. Anyway, oh, we broke up. But yeah, uh, people don't like being corrected. Who could see that coming? Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah. it's weird how you would think people would want to get better, but they actually just don't want to know. As it turns out. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's ways to be nice about it. No, yeah. there's not. Not really. No, there's not really. Um, oh, by the way, I learned a long time ago that um, a great way to have a 25-year marriage is uh, you just don't correct your wife's, um, you know, when she doesn't say a word the way you think it ought to be said. You just keep that stuff to yourself. <laughs> Can you text Darren? Wish him a happy birthday, but also, oh, and by the way, do the compliment sandwich. See the see the see the karma back <laughs> on this for my wife is, you know, I mean, I'm fairly well educated, you know. You both so, are just incredibly smart. So anyway, you, you read between the lines. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Uh, let's see uh, what we got here. Somebody says uh, absolutely, and I suck at grammar. If I catch it, it's really bad. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's true. If even I notice it. <laughs> Somebody says uh, I'm not as bad as your wife. And my wife is awesome. Um, I'm not as bad as your wife, Andrew. But yes, I do judge people, and I have to hold myself back when I correct them. Oh man, so much. When I was teaching, mm-hmm. I would deliberately never correct grammar. I just ignored it because teaching philosophy and so i would instead focus on the ideas uh, and the sure, arguments that's so great that's and also so great. i knew that if i if i even paid any attention to grammar that would be the only thing i would pay attention to and it was Absolutely. because it's so bad and this is at the college level it's so so bad uh anyway four three seven sixteen twenty somebody here says um i judge and i never reprimand myself um irregardless <laughs> will never be in bounds. That's funny. Uh, that's right. not a word. He knows that. Um, let's see. Uh, people use two, two. They're there. They're correctly in a text. Uh, or we're not friends. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Um, as a person who has to have good grammar for a living, it actually does bother me if my friends have bad grammar. Uh, two of my friends are extremely successful and have terrible grammar. 
<laughs> yeah, we were told a lie, by the way. The lie that I was told growing up is if you have good grammar, you'll be massively successful. I mean, you know, uh, and if you don't have good grammar, you'll never be successful. Both false. As it turns out. Both yeah. false. Yeah, there's no direct correlation one way or the other. In fact, these days, can I can I, can I soapbox this for a second? Oh, yeah, please. These dude. days, having too good of grammar or of vocabulary choice or of construction can be an impediment. To people liking you, uh, to people voting for you. I mean, come on, look at Trump. Wildly popular. Not the greatest grammarian. <laughs> let's, and That's Biden accurate. too, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, somebody here says, uh, let's see, 4, 3, 7, 16. We'll finish these in a second. Let's get candy in here with traffic on the fives. Uh, this is brought to you by uh, Avalon <laughs> HR. With everything going on, you need Avalon. That is employing made easy. And again, watching this bad accident. And uh, here goes my bad grammar. I-10 eastbound. This is mile marker 10. Vehicle crash with a roadblock. And it is backed up uh, to 9 mile. Uh, and, and also 90 uh, is backed up to Pine Forest. And Pine Forest is backed up because of this one accident. I-10 eastbound blocked past the Car City Highway 29 exit after a multi-car accident. Backed up to exit 5. That's a 9 mile ex- exit. But again, all of the uh, ways to get to I-10 between those areas are also backed up. So avoid that whole area if you can, certainly. You got traffic tips, 437-1620. Text in News Radio 92.3, informative, comma, local, comma, <laughs> dependable, period. Where's your and? Why do you always have to do that, dude? You always got to be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a stretch in this room. Eight forty-seven News Radio ninety-two-three. Oh my God, I'm getting so many texts. A friend texted me on my my phone. Is like, you done did it now? <laughs> I told the truth. Oh man, my my wife and I used to write a Christmas letter. Used to. Write. Oh, I know this story. Yeah, this is rich. You should share it. <laughs> so, and I'd write. The, she'd give me all the events of the year, and then I'd uh-huh. write the first draft. And she'd be like. You can do better, mother. Right, <laughs> and she was right. And then I'd give her like the, by the third draft, and you know, after we like remove the the you know various items we'd thrown at the wall, you know, right, sure, sure, frustrated. And she'd be like, "No, that's not funny enough." I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So no, we just we just didn't we didn't stop doing it for that reason. We My ex work husband is yeah. a, was a, a teacher as well. He was a professor for writing. So yeah, we would go through stuff, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's why I don't work over there anymore. You, you, this is a good way to find out just <laughs> how compatible you are, right, right. and what things you it. should just avoid. Uh, let's see. Somebody here says I correct TV shows, uh, then they use who instead of whom, or uh, less instead of fewer. Oh, my son, that's my my Spencer's all about the yeah, I uh, less fewer one. Where he gets it I don't from? Know. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, or somebody who thinks that mute is the same as moot. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, I know, dude. All the examples we could go through the examples. I'm weary of that danger. No, you're wary of it. Anyway. Uh, uh, somebody here says it's too much effort to reprimand. That's true. Uh, the ticker at the bottom of the TV station sometimes bothers me. No, I get that too. Um, with a spouse, you ask if I've heard it this way and I've heard it that way. And I'm a little confused. Do you know where this pronunciation originated? <laughs> okay, that is the way to do it, though. <laughs> Still, danger. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I know that person and I know their wife and I love them. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. And that's I, why they're too. still yeah. married and that's right. Yeah. Um, so I just blame it on autocorrect or voice to text. If they're busy people, they get a pass uh, for them to. Grammar's only wrong when you don't know what the person is saying. Uh, LOL. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean uh, is the catch all. <laughs> Somebody here says, in college, I made an A in grammar, ended up taking uh, English four times. I couldn't spell. <laughs> That's funny. 437, <laughs> 1620. I got a text in here from another friend says, uh, 33 years of marriage. Um, Matt, when he corrected my spelling, misspelled handsome in a sympathy card for the passing of his father. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and he corrected it? Yes. 
Oh, that's how they met. I love it. Eight forty nine on news. Let me just let me just but say I love it. that you're married. I, I what got, a sweet kind of story. I got twenty five years in. Okay, that's not fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, that's, right? that's not fifty. Yeah, okay. That's so I got twenty five years in, and I just say, approach with caution. Just uh, sure. just approach with caution. You know, you you can be right or you can stay married. I mean, that's a lot of times you make that choice. Okay. What are you gonna bring, Danny, on the show? Oh, Man. she hate. She would never. She would never. She's one of the greatest people I've ever She's met, fantastic. and hardly anyone knows her. No, that's <laughs> she has no interest at all. I hates the attention, Danny. hates the She's spotlight, so doesn't want it. Ugh. Not interested. A forty nine on News Radio ninety two three. Uh, hey, if you're getting ready to do that tune up on your AC, call Peden. That's what they do all the time because you know you need to know: is it going to work right? Is it going to work at all? Is it going to work when the summer hits? Is it going to not waste energy, electricity, you know, FPL rates going up again. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you don't want to waste money that way. You call Pete and they'll come out, they'll take care of it, they'll check your system, make sure it's going to work right all summer. If you need replacement, if you need new products, services, whatever, they take care of you. That's the idea is just to do everything top notch. So if you need AC work or replacement, call Pete. And if you need electrical work, call Pete. Panama City, Destin, Fort Walton, a big location here in Pensacola and Ellison Field, 855-376-1534. Check them out online at peden.com. And right now for March only, as in it ends end of the month, um, they've got a thing where uh, for a limited time we're waiving all the diagnostic fees on HVAC plumbing and electrical services. Okay, so that is only through this month. They're calling it their Inflation Buster Special, 855-557-7878. Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future. Hey, if you're thinking about that next vehicle, Frontier Motors, man, they're fantastic. And the idea of Frontier is you get a new quality car at used car prices because you get one that's a year or two years old in good condition with low miles. Um, and one of the things that I found out about the way they do business that made me really love them, like after the fact, you know, more so than just when I bought the car, is they are really standing behind their products. They will, you know, like they called me six months after I bought the vehicle and said, is there anything wrong with it? I'm like, no, it's fine. And then a, mu- a year after that, 12 months later, they call me, is there anything? Calvin's like, is there anything? I'm like, I, one of the keys. Like, the, the fob works just fine. The physical key that we'll never have to use for the entire life. We forgot the. But he's like, no, bring it in. We'll replace it. I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, I, I get you can cut keys and charge me 125 bucks, but, you know, no, no. We'll replace it because you expected to get two that work. So I drove in, and five minutes later, 10 minutes later, I had a key, and that was it. A year after I bought a used car. Who does that? Well, Frontier does. And I've talked to other people that had the same experience, small things, whatever. They they take care of you because they don't want to just sell you that one car. They want to sell you all your cars you're ever going to buy. And they don't want to give you that experience of, you know, they're just trying to get you out the door and with the car. They're really trying to make a relationship. So when I say Frontier's been serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway, I really mean that. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. 
Did you know there are more than 30 million businesses in North America? Well, no, you probably didn't know that. I mean, who keeps track of things like that? Well, BBB does. And not only does BBB know how many businesses are out there, BBB knows the trustworthy businesses out there. And every month, we help 6 million people find them. And now you know. BBB, celebrating 100 years of advancing trust together. Go to BBB.org. News Radio 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620. Stream online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola mobile app. Here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News, and uh, man, there's so much. I'm still getting texts in on this wife thing. It's hilarious. Everybody's worried about my marriage now that I said this on the air. No, she. Listen, you know, if, if that's what we need to have her on the show. At this point, that would definitely not be the thing that <laughs> she's put up with way worse than that. Well, can you make an MP3 of her at home and just bring it in and have her talk no, to you? No, okay. not, she's 100% not interested. To. I guarantee you, all 100% right. not interested. Well, rules. Um, all right. So, oh, by the way, this is an interesting note yesterday. You remember how the, uh, uh, there's no easy way to say it, the, the abortion clinic here in Pensacola that had gotten shut down temporarily? State Agency for Healthcare Administration, ACA issued a final order yesterday revoking the license of the abortion clinic here in Pensacola. Uh, the order is filed in the State Division of Administrative Hearings um, after the agency and Integrity Medical Care, which does business as American Family Planning, reached a settlement. Um, so basically this is – remember, there was a couple of women who had gone there and, you know, for second trimester abortions and they needed to be admitted to hospitals because of complications. I mean, it was bad. One had to drove, drove to Mobile by her husband needing surgery. So uh, some really bad things happened there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. All over. Done. So 855 on News Radio 92.3. Uh, Candy's got traffic on the fives. And bad accident. This is I-10 eastbound uh, still backed up at the Car City exit, which is exit 10A and 10B. It's backed up, of course, getting onto the interstate. It's backed up to Pine Forest and then further backed up to Nine Mile Road. Now, that said, Nine Mile and Pine Forest are backed up as people are trying to get on the interstate as well. So avoid that area, I guess, if you can. It has been like this for like the last, I would say, couple of hours, right? 437-1620, texting your traffic tips. Uh, News Radio 92. Two, three, informative, local, and dependable. <laughs> you glared at me. I, I don't know how to take you. it. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you added the and. I got it. You added the and mm-hmm. in between um, the local and dependable. That's funny. Hey, if you are working on a project that's a home repair, an improvement, a you know whatever it is, okay, little, big, or at the other end of the spectrum, you're a professional. You know, you work in the construction field. Pensacola Hardware. I mean, they're just fantastic. And what you get there is not just you know all the stuff. Like they've got all the stuff, okay. And I don't just mean they've got it. I mean they have it on hand. You, you should, honestly, um, it, it, ask them to go look in the warehouse. <laughs> just one time. Just peek your head back it's in there awesome. and see the floor to ceiling, two levels of, you know, rows upon row upon row of shelves full of stuff that, remember, you, they've been in business since before the Civil War. Okay, so they've got some stuff. All right. And uh, the point is they don't have to order it. If you're going to need it, they've got it on hand. They already do. And more importantly, there's this 
institutional knowledge of expertise that you get when you go there, which, you know, a lot of times you go to a hardware place and you're like, I think I might know more than this clerk. Um, that's not going to happen at Pensacola Hardware. They will know more. And that's a good thing. That's what you get is their expertise. So wherever you are in terms of your uh, professional expertise level, go there. They can be of great help. Right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street, Pensacola Hardware. 857 on News Radio 923. Future news. Time for future news. All right. Um, the A-10, my, one of my all-time favorite planes. Uh, it's been on and off the chopping block for years now. It looks like the Air Force is finally serious ab about getting rid of it. Um, will they really transition away from the A-10 Thunderbolt Warthog? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, man, sad. Um, the abortion bill that's been filed in Tallahassee that would reduce the ban to six weeks from 15 weeks, except right in between 6 and 15 if you uh, have rape or incest then you'd be allowed to get an abortion but you do have to provide evidence of either a restraining order or of a criminal complaint against a person uh, will that wind up getting passed in its basically in its current form and signed by Governor DeSantis no uh, 100% it will okay yeah um the um, Oh, this blogger registry that Governor DeSantis says that he didn't come up with that bill. It's not his bill. Why do they think it's his bill? The one that where you've got to basically file that you're going to talk about the governor because you're compensated. Is that bill going to pass? Yes. I don't think so. I mean, this is a it's a I told you it was a weird bill to start with. And even though it was filed by a Republican, I don't think that one's going to go anywhere. Oh, recall Florida. We have some uh, locals from the panhandle who have been the um, the organizers for recall Florida. This is where the um, the county commissioners could be recalled mid middle midterm. Basically, they're going to be in Tallahassee to a, a, a um, uh, panel here today. Will that wind up passing? Will we have the ability to recall commissioners after? I mean, it would take a vote in the Constitution. But yes. I think so. I think so. And, you know, again, I've told you I kind of favor the every two years for county commissioners. I don't think that's ever going to happen. And we had a wrap on that where people, I thought, brought up good counter arguments. But, you know, still, it, it, it's it's worth a think. Anyway, it's worth a think. Uh, will we get term limits? Will Jeff Bergash like it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Will he yeah. not run for a third uh, term? He'll run for a third run term, run but I think we'll get term limits sure, because they yeah. count when they this starts. Hey, if you've got a plumbing issue of any kind, Barberry Plumbing, it's flat rate pricing by the job, not by the time it takes. Whether it's a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall, the pressure, the temperature, whatever it is, Barberry Plumbing, 477-8782. Local talk in the morning, 5 to 9, with Andrew McKay is on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.